Mate, we covered three states today. Yeah, we did. And the thing that I took out of it is that the the Brisbane Carnival is really starting to heat up. Yeah. That's all, that's all I really care about, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And in probably the feature race of the day, um, full credit to the sponsors of that race as well. Um, but I think I've found one of the great get-out-of-the-casino bets of all time, and you'll actually be able to see that on my Ned's profile this weekend as well. Yes, uh, the Ned's profile is great, mate. Um you know, if you want to follow us in, if you followed uh, us in last week, you would have found a couple that's for sure. Maybe you find some more this week at some value, but uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But still, you can do everything else with the Neds app. You can get weird and exotic as well with the Neds same race multi. And, you know, there's no one else I'd rather bet with heading into the Brisbane Winter Carnival. Well, they also have a black book feature there, so you can black book ones for these prep runs into their grand finals. They have the futures markets there. You can do all that good stuff mm-hmm. with the good people at Neds. Mm-hmm. Damn right. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Muhammad Ali, um, Ricky Ponning. Don Bradman, very elegant. <laughs> Champion status. What's that Kanye song? Did you realize that you were a champion in their eyes? I think he did. <laughs> so he packed it up and brought it back to the crib. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, th- I messaged you. I messaged anyone who'd listen, which to be honest, isn't a long list of people, um, <laughs> but. I was I was blown away by that very elegant victory. Same. Um, we said on the podcast, the runner by runner preview of the cup. Uh, it, it'd be she, I'd be shocked if she won, and I was shocked because I, she won. I was, yeah, I was shocked that she won so easily. Yeah, full lengths. Like yeah. that is a smacking, and you know it was a subpar field because you look. You look at probably, I'd say, Salino down. <laughs> yeah, anything from Salino down. Like, so ninth down, that was a gap job. Yeah. That was just like, and poor old Salino, he was, he wanted, he wanted further. He did, he <laughs> just started getting going, poor Salino. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, it was, the race, the race wasn't, um, didn't unfold in any way that I had expected. Um, what's that you always say about horses in their grand finals? I like backing them. Yeah. <laughs> and what's that you say about horses in afterthoughts? Ah, uh, yeah. They just never they never perform. Yeah. And so incentivize his core his victory in the Caulfield Cup screamed grand final to me. Well <laughs> the coach said as much, you know. Peter Moody said, Oh, he's, the Caulfield Cup was always the goal. Yeah. Anything after that, maybe. Yeah. Which I can appreciate because you're like well, if I'm going to take the shortest price Melbourne Cup favourite since Farlap, it's an afterthought, which yeah. I was happy to like work around him a little bit. I uh, still had him in my exotics, which still didn't land. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, you have to appreciate when the trainer does that because otherwise, how are you going to give us a chance? To be fair, though, Chris Waller was adamant that Very Elegant was a genuine 50-50 chance of running. Well, the fact that J-Mac had booked another ride 
yep. tells me that even he was under the impression that VE might not be running. Um, mm. Which was just, I don't know if I'm, I'm more blown away by that or less blown away by that. Well, it was Bray Solkowski. Sorry, bruh, if I got your name wrong, but he was really pushing for it. Was he? Like, yep. He's like, if the horse is sound, let's run it. Um, and then he ended up getting the Quinella in the race. What a guy. A young man too. Mm. Just got charged for um, uh, s- celebrating a bit too zealously, which oh. can't. What's that? Is that chump change? Yeah. <laughs> First and second. Did I whack my own horses in a quinella? Course. Yeah. Like, what would that be? Uh, that'd be equivalent of like a parking fine, wouldn't it? Yeah. You only yeah. see the wins though. He would have had a lot of horses that, well, the brave silks are those like army silks. Yeah, like yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Subpoenaed. Uh, shared ambition. Um, you know, so there are some that can't get the JD, but there are a lot that can. And when they get the JD, they go big. Don't they don't go. go. They don't go low. No, nah, they don't go low. They go big. They uh, go big. Yeah. So look, um, as it's as it's unfolded, um, yeah, very elegant. She's a special special horse. Uh, did I think she could win? No. No. Did I have her in my exotics? Yes. <laughs> Cheehoo, baby. Uh, um, but our Drifter of the Week this week had very elegant, so we'll talk, we'll talk about that later. Yes, we will. Um, but should we just get on to Labrokes this week? Yep. Lovely. Um, now, let me just get my notes up so prepared for this episode. Oh, there you go. We're, we're leaning into VE's VE's. Official champion status now. Now, for mine, wasn't even an issue prior to the race. How many horses win nine group ones? How many horses win nine races? How many <laughs> horses go to the races nine times? The Autumn Sun didn't. The Autumn Sun did not. But, yeah, I I couldn't understand the uh, oh, dialogue. Just absolute idiots, mate, honestly. Uh, like, I, just what? don't get it. And if you think we're, that, we're just, you know, leaning into the, the current, uh, you know, chat, we were saying this ages ago. Yeah. Go back and listen to our old podcast, you nufty. Yeah. Speaking of, we have a very vast back catalogue. So, yeah. Yeah. If you want to give that a go, <laughs> if you haven't watched us on YouTube yet, you can do that. But, um, yeah, I think she's always been a champion, but it is a good opportunity for us to look at modern day champions. Mm, mm. So... How many do you have on your list there? Mate, I just have two. Okay. Well, let's talk about VE then. Mm. Let's kick it off with her. Let's not bury the lead here. We're not a bad journalist here. We're not journalists at all. No. But we know one thing is that you don't bury the lead. You never bury the lead. No. Because why would people stick around? <laughs> what? I've been asking myself that question. <laughs> Wait, that many people watched our Melbourne Cup episode on YouTube? Yeah, what? Hello? Yeah. That's just uh, some Google doing its finest work. Anyway, look, we've touched on the debate very elegant, but she put it beyond doubt. Uh, Ten-time Group 1 winner now. Um, Four-length victory in the Melbourne Cup, but she's won Group 1s from 1,400 metres right up to the two-mile, which is unbelievable. Heard a hectic stat about her. Yeah. She's never won the same race twice. I know. I saw that. How insane is that? Bizarre. How versatile yeah. is she? 
I, yeah, I saw that during the week and I was reading through. I was like, holy shit, yeah. these are all different group ones. Yeah, it's insane. Insane. I think Corey Brown brought it up. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, it's crazy. Different tracks, different ways of going. Yeah. Different distances, obviously. Well, soft going, heavy going. Yeah. Dry decks. Yeah. Kind of winks like, you know. She's a special, special horse. And she's, she's not winks. Let me get that straight. But no. winks, it didn't matter what the conditions, the distance. She's she a better just, horse. Just went out there and got the JD. Now, Vea can have an off day. She can. If she draws barrier one, you can put a line through it. <laughs> That's what we've learned over yeah. the years. Have I backed her when she has? Of a few times. <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah. Um, now, nah, Vea is a champion. Um, yeah. She's gorgeous. By two no-name parents, Zed and Opulence. Well, Zed was servicing Clydesdales. Yeah, how's that? Insane. And uh, she's still a nutcase. Did you see her after yeah, the race? she's nuts. J-Mac on board was a big tick, though. 100%. Hindsight is a beautiful thing, as you've probably learned through uh, the journey of listening to this show, <laughs> uh, young drifters. But, um, yeah, VE. For me, there's a guy racing this weekend who's pretty short in the market. <laughs> but after he conquered the Everest, I'm going to say Nature Strip's a champion. He's a modern-day champion. Yeah. How many group ones has he won? Um, I was just looking at this. So, obviously, the Everest doesn't count, but let's call it one. Uh, Concord. The Lightning, TJ's twice, uh, Dali once, the Meyer, the Galaxy. How many is that? One, two, three. Six. Yeah. So six group ones plus an Everest. It's pretty impressive stuff. Bucket load of money, 15 yeah. mil. You know, bit of, bit of give in the ground. Oh, sorry. <laughs> mm, yum, yum, yum. Give me some of that. Yeah. But not. don't let me get too close to the gr- – to the ground because I I will sneeze my head off. <laughs> he's he's got a nasty affliction. He's got hay fever, but he keeps winning this horse. The strip is <laughs> a shit. You're not allergic to grass. It's crazy hay fever. You know who else is a champion of a different sport? Lee Matthews was allergic to grass. Was he? Yeah, I think you've told me that before. Yeah. And when lethal. If you, if you ever see lethal old pictures of him, he's got the reddest nose in Australia. Really? Because he yeah. just he didn't enjoy it. Yep. There yeah. you go. So, you know, um, I reckon Nature Strip's got a bit of lethal in him. Real, you know, just a straight up bull. Yeah, he's just a bull, isn't he? He just goes for it. Absolute alpha. Yeah. Alpha of this field. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> brain this field. <laughs> Gee whiz. Um, yeah, so Nature Strip for me. Yeah, love that. Uh, I've gone for like a two to three year old season champion. Oh, wasn't it just a glorious time to be a racing fan? Well, the autumn sun had to go in this list. Yeah. He'd, ha- he'd have to be the best two, two-year-old, three-year-old coming through that we've seen. Yeah. Yes, 100% without a doubt. I, I, like, he was unbelievable. Since we've like watched racing, we obviously didn't fully appreciate like Sepoy. Yeah, you know? so you think. Yeah, so you think, but he probably came onto the scene as three-year-old. Yeah. The autumn sun. From two onwards, yeah. won five group ones. Yeah. He only raced eight times. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen him go up against Winks. Yeah. Oh, like God, just stick yeah. around until he's like four or five and just yeah. – oh. <clears throat> That Cox play just – that last – because that would have been her last Cox play, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Either her last one or her second, second last, last one. one. maybe. 2018? Mm, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, might have been her last one because I don't think he was a three-year-old when Humidor gave her a scare. 
It is what it is. Would have liked to have seen him with 49 and a half kegs on his back in a cox plate, mate. Holy smokes. <laughs> Holy smokes. I think, the, I think the mighty man gets the job done. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, he'd give, but it, he'd give it, it a sight, wouldn't he? All right, let's put it this way. It, I don't think it would lower his colours at stud. No. I think it only enhanced them. 100%. Missed opportunity, guys. Um, and maybe that's a bit of karma for what we're seeing with September Run at the moment. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I mean? There is no way that I'm ever s- – I haven't spent a cent on her for a long time and I'm glad I haven't. I don't think I've ever. Yeah. Ever. Well, so- well, I did and then I, I didn't for the Coolmore, which she won, and then I did a few more times after that like an idiot. But- oh, well. But, yeah, eight times he raced, um, seven wins, five group ones – did it as a three-year-old, a two-year-old. Got through the heavy going even though he didn't really like it. One of the best-looking horses you'd ever hope oh, to see. The Autumn Sun, a great name. Silks play on everything you, about him. You know what I really like is a, an older stallion. Like how bloody good did Spanish Mission look in the mounting yard? Oh, he looked he looked good. And he had the chest out. Oh, he And he, he was knew. looking around. He's like, <laughs> I'm the man here. Oh, uh, Yeah. He he knew Spanish mission. I saw him in the yard. I think I don't know if I messaged you or you messaged me. I was just like, "Holy shit! Look at this! Look at this specimen yeah. in the yard." So, I would just love to see more. You know, entires just going into their work. Yeah, because some of them have a think about it, which I like. But he, he had the mind on the job. So yeah, you never know what you're going to get. Um, so my sort of second point. It's a group of three, and I wanted to discuss it with you. Sure. And this is an open forum. Well, you know? for two. Yeah, for two. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, don't care what you guys think. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, subscribe, please. Um, <laughs> but three jockeys. Sure. Ollie. Yep. Hugh Bowman. Yep. J-Mac. Mm-hmm. Who would you consider out of those three modern-day champions? All three? One, two, mm. none? Uh, Ollie. Yeah. Yeah, Ollie's I'm with day. you. Yeah. I'm with you, mate. 126 group ones today for Ollie. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm thinking that if Ollie wasn't on board of Willowy today, if Ollie wasn't on board Colette on mm-hmm. the weekend, if Ollie wasn't on board Superstorm as well, mm-hmm. none of those horses win. If Ollie wasn't on board Special K the other week, he's not roaring, <laughs> mate. No one else is doing that. No, of course not. He has a he has a he did it again today with he Willoughby. Did. Yeah. He was roaring that thing up. Yeah. Home. He did. No one can roar like him. No, it's aggressive too. Yeah. From a smaller man. Yeah. No, he's, he has a set of lungs on he him. He does. So I would hate to lose a debate to him. But well, I think I think Ollie's a modern day champion. Absolutely. He's been around for a long time and he's still doing it. Absolute peaches left, right and centre. And full apologies, might I add, because <laughs> I potted him the other week. You did. <laughs> before the Caulfield Guineas. You did. He was on board Animo and I, I said, I'll, I'll call myself out, 100% I will especially when it's recorded, uh, <laughs> I was like, the thing that's turning me off Animo a little bit is Ollie being on board. Since <laughs> since that ride, he has been on fire. Well, maybe maybe he should be thanking you then. Oh, he definitely listens. Yeah. Percent 100. <laughs> so, no, nah, Ollie 100%. J-Mac, he'll be there. He has to. Yeah, he still has to earn his stripes. You know, bit, J-Mac. How, how long would he, he – would he be a decade into his career? Yeah, he missed some time, remember? Yeah. Um, he's know. only 30, J-Mac, 29. Yeah. <sighs> so he's probably, what, a decade into his career. You know who I reckon stiff to miss out on that? It's probably Kieran McAvoy. Yeah. Yeah, even Bossy. Bossy. Bossy, yeah. 
Bossy in a like a big big race. It's been a bit hit and miss in the last year or so, but you know, he usually gets the job done in a big race. Yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. But I think if you're talking consistency, there's none better than Ollie. Mm. J Mac's pretty good, but he gets the rides. Ollie doesn't get the rides. No. And Huey, well, Hughes swung me in the last year. He really has, because uh, I was no. Mm, he kind of. Put me off today. <laughs> Biscayne Bay. I thought that was a cracking bet. <laughs> Mate, the market thought so too. I know. So I, I'd, yeah, checked afterwards and, um, yeah, got pumped in. It did. Uh, of course, I got the overs and just basically had none. Um, I think it didn't run out the distance. Anyway, uh, but, yeah, Huey obviously partnered, what, a quarter of his group one wins with Wings. So, yeah. uh, but. Yeah, he's he's turned me around. I think he's like he's kind of gone back to the working hard ethic. Yeah, where during the wing series, he's admittedly said that it kind of just all came for him. So anyway, um, that's modern day champions. Yep, thanks, Ladbrokes. Thanks, Ladbrokes. Uh, if you want to read some of their other uh, special interest articles, you can go to Ladbrokes forward slash blog, and down the bottom there you'll see our stuff along with some other stuff, which is absolutely fantastic. But the last day of the Flemington Carnival, mate, is VRC Sprint, i.e. Dully Sprint, Mm -hmm. and the McKinnon as well. Yeah. Let's start with the VRC Sprint. Now, I don't know if you know know this one, but there's actually a really short price (laughs) favor in this race. Um, (laughs) Might have – I reckon what we do here – is we try and find a case for something to beat it because we're obviously both going to tip this horse. But gotcha. let's talk more like, all right, nature strip. Strong Barry 2, which isn't ideal down the straight, you know, no. the inside with a bit choppy track, you know, he'll get through it, but the better ground might be out wide. Could there be something that's drawn a bit better that might, you know, cause of the – will there be hearts in mouths in the final 200? And if they're – if there won't be, what could you know? What could cause it? If you know? I was if I was going to bet on something other than Nature Strip, sure. And I'm not going to bet on Nature Strip at that price. No. He's, oh, look! Don't get me wrong. I'll have about a thousand multis where he's a, <laughs> he's a cornerstone, the foundation. <laughs> which, if the if you remove that foundation, the entire building collapses in a in a second. Oh god, yeah. Um, if I was going to consider two other horses, September runs in, it's in the bin. It's out the back, not even in the recycling, just trash. Catcher. Um, I'd be looking at uh, the girl that I backed in the Manicato, Bella Nipatina. She's awfully consistent. Uh, will she love the straight? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> look, she, she's, she's, look she's, she's gone on Flemington uh, three times uh, for a second and a third, so – she, she doesn't mind the track, Bella. She's in great form. Mare's in form. Should go well. She's been up for a long time. So I think $9.50 is probably not the price that you want to dive in at. What about Ranch Hand? I think that's the one. Yeah, coming out of uh, the Coolmore. Yeah. Where Home Affairs, mate, Home Affairs, there was talk during the week that um, if he produced a similar race – um, and ran to the rating that he ran in the Coolmore, he'd give Nature Strip a red-hot crack in this race. I doubt that. Um, well, you know. As in if he matched it again. Yeah. 
the figures don't lie, obviously. Mm. But he wasn't versing nature's tree. He wasn't eyeballing him. No, he had his he had it all his own way. Home affairs and the hundred percent. And you know, it's nice for some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about what about Splintex? Oh, yeah, you know he's he's probably not up to this grade, but you've got one Group One horse, in my opinion, in this race. You know, and he's probably he's. He's had an okay prep. When he turns up, he turns up. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. He's, um, he's proven down the straight now. Yeah. He beat uh, – well, he didn't beat much. He beat away game in the Astrologist. So, <laughs> look, it's hard It's hard going to find to try and find something to beat Nature Strip here. Oh, uh, yeah. No knock <clears throat> on any of these horses except for the fact that Nature Strip's the best sprinter in the world. Yep. Uh, so, I have Nature Strip on top. As do I. Uh, ranch hand into second. As do I. And you know what? I think Shakiro could have actually finished a little bit closer in the Coolmore if he had the good luck. And he's drawn the right side for mine. So if there is a couple that are going to be a little bit of flies in the ointment here, I think they will be drawing out wide. So Shakiro as well. Yeah. I might um, might chuck Bella in there. Sure. Uh, what about the McKinnon then? So there's another short price favourite here, but this is actually a pretty deep race. Um, I I would give Superstorm, Zaki, uh, Moanga, Colette and Hungry Heart a chance of winning this. Uh, I would be with you. Yeah. So I'm on Zaki. Same. Because here's my logic. I look at that Cox plate. And we all know what happened out of that. Yeah. BE's just produced one of the best performances of all time. Do you think Zaki would have beat home BE that I day? think Zaki would have won that race by two or three lengths. Wowie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think he would have at least beat home BE. So if I think he's beating her home, you know, by me just – Moving the magnets around on the on the board, surely he's been in this lot. Yeah, surely. Yeah, he does. Yeah, drawn barrier eight, so he's out of trouble. J Mac reunited. You love to see that. Thanks for coming. Flemington will have a bit more give, Again. which allegedly will be better for him. Love to see that. Uh, Annabelle Nisham has said that this horse couldn't be going better. You know, he just got a bit hot and flustered on the day. He'll be right. I reckon he'll win this. I reckon he brains him. Them. I reckon second place, uh, Colette, uh, <laughs> if there's been a rain around. Ollie jumps off. Frosty jumps on. Well, Ollie's suspended. Ollie's suspended. <laughs> what a way to go out today. Thanks, Ollie. Yeah. Mate. Oh, Colette, yeah, Colette will run well. Mwanga's a good horse. He is. He's uh, kind of – I think he's confirmed it for a lot of people, this prep. Yeah, he's a good horse. Hungry Heart's a good horse. I think she won't um, measure up here. Oh, that Empire Rose. Nah. Mm. No thanks. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd say Zaki. Um, I think Colette's a good horse. I think Mwanga will run well. Yeah, I'm similar. I have Zaki winning with Mwanga running second. And oh, you know what? Just for our old mate, Sam Sheen, KO Nantique's going to run third. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drifter of the Week time. This is an exciting one. 
odd, isn't it? It's done it a couple of times. Hello. G'day. Jess Mitchell, it's your friend Declan Jones here. How are you going? I'm well, Deej. How are you? Yeah, well, got Hutcho here as well. G'day, Jess. Nice to Hi. meet you over the airwaves. <laughs> Heard a lot about you, Hutcho. Uh, only good things, I'd hope. All good. All good. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness. Excellent. Can I ask right off the bat? I'm assuming Declan told you about the podcast, but how have you how have you found it in you know our third season so far? Um, well, I enjoy listening to it. Um, I think it's. Uh, I mean, look, I think if you're into racing, um, <laughs> sort of helps. Anyone would love it. Yeah, if you're not, probably not. Then. <laughs> <laughs> love to hear that. Thank you. So, um, but no, I think it's, I think it's great. Thanks, mate. Appreciate your support, Jess. And um, for those who aren't aware, uh, Jess Mitchell is one of the great punters, unlike a lot of other people, found the bloody Melbourne Cup winner on the on Tuesday. How are you going? Yep, second year in a row. Pretty happy with <laughs> um, if I do say so. so um, Twilight Payment last yeah. year, is that a reference to the movies or was that a speculative yeah. bet? <laughs> it was. Yes, they are one of my favourite movies, that trilogy. (laughs) One of the best best trilogies ever made. Um, So he was sneaky on there and that that came off for me. Um, And I think the year before I might have even had Val and Declare to place. I've done okay. (laughs) I think you're overqualified to come on this now. Yeah, you're too too good for us. (laughs) Yeah, but don't ask me how how many other horses I was betting on. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, when you bet on when you when you bet on twenty three, you probably um, you know, at least get one of them. Yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully you learn something. Um, yeah, but thanks yeah. for coming so, on. Thanks for coming on, Jess. Really appreciate it. Um, so we've got a couple of Group Ones to end the Flemington Carnival this weekend. Now, one of the races has a horse that I know you're a huge fan of, and you've been a huge fan of. Since day dot, uh, nature strip in the in the VRC Sprint Classic, have you have you landed on him? <laughs> I don't think there's any any other horses in the race, is there? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point you make. Um, so without a doubt, and anyone who's who's not um, not on it is stupid. Obviously, the odds are very very short. But um, you know, let's just uh, multi it into something and. Um, <laughs> I'm a different kind of punter. Um, <laughs> you know, same race multi. <laughs> Just playing the exotics. <laughs> I do, I do. But um, absolutely, if you're not on nature trip, I think I think you're being silly. Yeah, look, we're with you, hundred percent. It's a short price, but chuck it in every single one of your multis. She'll be right. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. What about yeah. the McKinnon, yeah. Jess? They've got another shorty there. Um, I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm not with it. Ooh. Love this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I'm with Colette. Ooh. Mare in form. Talk to it, please. I just feel, you know, cracking run, um, winning her last two. Mm. Um, and I think, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, I yeah. do love uh, I do love a good Dalton horse. Um, <laughs> so not as much as a Wallace stable, but <laughs> <laughs> um, that's 
I know, I know that's probably a little bit, um, people are thinking that, that's a bit silly. But, uh, no, that's, not at that's all. There's a, bit, there's a bit of rain around. Yep. Colette loves the wet deck. Mm-hmm. I reckon it's a cracking bet, Jess. If she um, ended up going to the Caulfield Cup originally, she probably finishes second there. Yeah. To incentivize. Yeah. So I reckon that's a cracking bet, Colette. Yeah, look, if, if you – I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't shy away from the Quinella of um, <laughs> Yarty Colette too. <laughs> yeah, any old sneaky Quinella. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, you're speaking w- our language. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, <laughs> may, may, may have already put it on. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what I'm – that's what I'm thinking. Love it. Beautiful. Love your work, Jess. Um, all right, so move on to your other bets for the day. So do you have a roughie for us? I do. Where, um, where, where are you playing? Eagle Farm. Oh, yes. Back back in the sunshine state. Let's go. Yeah, back in the home state. Um, race eight. Yep. Number number three. Genzai um, the wolf. Genzai the wolf. Go the yep. wolf. Yep, we like the wolf. What are you and getting? About I, sixteen bucks. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, 15. okay. Um, and I won. Must have been maybe maybe almost two months ago, and I was like, I like Genzai. So <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at that. I was, that's my roughie. That's my roughie. It's at fifteen dollars. Straight in the black book. Um, yeah, chuck her in yeah. the black book. <laughs> You should see how many horses are in the black book. Some, some of them, you know, they're not even running anymore. <laughs> I need, I need, I need to, I need to clear it out. I need to clear it out. Yeah, get get the uh, broom through there and just give it a good sweep. Um, but yes, I'm um, I'm a big fan. So hopefully that one that one comes off at, at that price would be good. That'd be nice. Um, mm. Each way bet. Each way, I have. Um, Again, this is at this is at um, in the same race actually. Oh, betting um, twice. Actually, no, it's not the same race. <laughs> um, I've written the wrong thing down. That's all right. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Um, okay. Hang on, get, let me have a quick look. She, get, she's the boss. She's the boss. Come on, Declan. You can find this. Is that the same race? It is the same race, unless it's a dual acceptor. It's number it's number nine in the same race in Eagle Farm. Oh, number nine, yeah, that's my each way though. Yep. You know? Yeah, that's fine. Um, because uh, again, so I win, and then we'll have uh, <laughs> she's a boss. Love probably the, the place. I love the way you punt, Jess Mitchell. It's playing <laughs> in the same race because you're a same you're a same race multi punter. I love to see it. I am. <laughs> I am a same race multi punter. I uh, I didn't do too well. On Tuesday, in, in my um, in my same race multis, all my um, all my trifectas, but um, but you got the winner. I do love them. I did get the winner. Yes, that's all that matters. And um, doing a doing a sneaky bet of um, Salino to finish top ten, <laughs> paying three dollars. Uh, love so. that. Love easy that. easy so, money. Easy money. So I was pretty happy with that. But no, you've um, done well. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what I think for the weekend. Yeah. Um, one more. Best bet of the day? Best bet. The best bet is, oh, look, it's silly, but the best bet is Nature Strip. But because it's short odds, I would multi it into Colette. Ooh. Oh, love this. Juicy. Juicy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. We'll let you do that. We'll let you get away with that. 100%. Let me let me do it. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, I, I want, I want um, the fans to know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 of well, course that's okay. That's <laughs> that's fine. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Jess. That was that was very insightful. I loved every minute of it. Yeah, thanks so much, <laughs> Jess. No problem, guys. All right. <laughs> All right, mate. Best of luck on the weekend. Okay. All right. Thanks. See, See you. Bye. Hey, bye. <coughs> That's a good best bet. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, oh, gee whiz. Oh, gee makes, whiz. Makes mine look kind of ridiculous. <laughs> um, okay. Well, look, if we're having a multi as our best bet of the day here, if we're having a bet on that, we need to do that responsibly, Declan. 100%. Uh, so if you are having a bet, punters, make sure you do it responsibly. Uh, if you need help, you can call the Gambling Help Hotline on 1800 858 858. They also have some resources online. So, Declan Jones, what is your roughy play of the day? Mate, all of my bets are in Flemington this weekend. Uh, I want you to go to the last race. Race nine, uh, number 10, the last Napoleon. We're on the straight here. This horse hasn't got the best record on the straight, but he came home like a freight train in Mooney Valley uh, a couple of weeks ago. Apprenticeship claim, three kegs, 54, draws well. Barrier 18 out there, make its own luck, then the last Napoleon. $21 with Labrokes to find out. It's not quite a Leroy bet, but it's pretty close. It's bloody close. Um, let me just have a look at this horse. The last Napoleon. Oh, yeah, nice dark silks. I like to see that. <laughs> three three uh, kilos claiming apprentice. Yep. You know, so she's getting low. Getting um, so low. Yelon Command, Duchess of Dorset in the in the boat. <laughs> Hal Vorson, who won today. There yep. you go. So, ran beside that. Uh, a few. Oh, that's back in April. So, but that's okay. Look, drawn the outside. That's what you want. I think that's a good. That's a good play. Um, my roughie of the day is in race seven at Flemington. Now, who do you reckon my roughie of the day would be here? In here, <laughs> is it just a canner? No. <laughs> no. Oh, man, I don't know, but my best bet of the days in that race. Oh, crikey. Oh, yeah, no, I know who that would mm. be. Rainier. Rainier, okay. Yeah, I'm, that's, that's nearly a Gus Gould. This one, he's one of mine, this horse, and I don't know why. <laughs> he never wins. Um, yeah, James Cummings, Huey Bowman in the saddle. Now, Hugh won first up on this horse, and I remember we should have been alive in this quaddy because I changed late, and Edith James won the first leg, Sydney Cup, a couple of years ago. This horse was in the last, and we had two good often runners running. Thank God we weren't alive because we didn't have rainy air, and he won about 30 to 1, and it was the noses to end all noses. <laughs> Just real close. Oh, so close! And if we were still alive, then I don't think we'd. I don't think we would have recovered. It was. It would have been <laughs> that heartbreaking. That doesn't tell you about anything about this horse. <laughs> but it's a nice story, regardless. Um, he had a he had an okay Brisbane prep. Uh, beat Special K home in the Wayne Wilson. Um, look, is that red hot form? I don't think so, but I think it could be good enough to land here. Barry one bit sticky. <clears throat> you know where he's going to get with Huey on board. 
right up the arse end. So going to hope for luck. But Rainier, not a bad play. Love your work, mate. Uh, my best each way in Flemington as well. Race five, number five, Mimi's Award. Been tapped in the market already. Um, opened about 11 bucks with laddies, now $7.50. Uh, pretty lightly raced this mare, but gee, she's got a cracking record, especially on a softer deck. Um, look, she's going up to the 2,000 metres, which I think suits based on her last run. Uh, ran second behind Salt Peter. Um, but was uh, carrying 59 kegs to Salt Peter's 55 and a half kegs. So drops two kilos here. Um, goes up in distance, which I think is cherry ripe for it. Mimi's award, $7.50. Lovely. Same race. Yeah. Cardo. Didn't we have a Cardo bet the other day? Maybe yeah. in maybe for an each way or something? I don't know. Oh, whatever. I, let's assume you won. But – that's right. It was in the thingy, Shayu versus Arameo. Uh, I couldn't tell you which horse came I home think, first. I, th- I don't think it was. I think it was. I think it was Shayu by one place. Anyway, um, I have Star L here. Okay. So she's only won the one race. So that's how well I'm going. Um, <laughs> <coughs> but she ran second to Fly Mascot, who actually ran a pretty decent rate in the. Racing the Empire Rose. Um, two weeks in between runs. Mooney Valley, I don't think, is her track. I think Flemington could be. Um, Damien, frosty in the saddle. Love-hate relationship with this man. Hopefully a bit of love on the weekend. And uh, two, she gets out to the 2,000 metres, which, you know, her CV doesn't look that great, but I think she's a different horse these days. So Danny O'Brien, Damien Lane, Barrier six, Cherry Wright, thanks for coming. Get the JD. Cardo on the line or six-pack. Um, best of the day for me. Already alluded to it earlier. Already alluded to it earlier, but it's not lalude. Um, <laughs> race seven, uh, number 11, Shay U. A um, little bit disappointing in the Kentala. She's got too far back. She did. Way too far back. Winkers, come on. Hopefully that'll sharpen her up. I think 1,400 metres is more a go anyway. Yes. Um, meets in a much easier field here. Mm-hmm. Man, you're getting, is it four bucks with Ladbrokes to find out? Holy smokes. That's a stupid price. <laughs> yeah, Shayu. I reckon that's a nice Quinella play. Okay, yeah. Radio right into Shayu. He pay anything. Let me just touch on the fact. <laughs> in that race, number five, just a canner. Oh, just a just a lowly fifty two starts, so it's having its fifty second start on Derby Day, and it gets home. Yep, John McNeil's only winner of the day, and there was only one man on board. There's only one man in our group who even considered the horse. That was Dean Yendel. Dean Yendel, what was yeah, it? Yeah, he's ridden it in his last three times. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Anyway, I'm thinking of. But anyway, your summary is Jai didn't have the day out we were hoping. No. <laughs> And and that probably summarises Derby Day for a lot of people, the fact that that horse won. But anyway, yeah, Shayu. Yeah. So, no, I'm not done on this horse yet. He's had <laughs> eight career wins. Let's just keep beating him up. No, not beating up. Singing his praises for Paddy Payne. He's had eight career wins now. You know, he places 56% of the time, but he's won a quarter of his races in his last three starts. What has – should change his name to a fine wine. 
Crikey. <laughs> Just a decanter of wine. Jee-hoo, <laughs> 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 baby. He's here all spring, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Zaki's my best of the day. Um, I wanted to go NS, but, you know, there's no fun in that because, like, if we're being truthful and not looking at units, NS is the best bet of the day. Uh, but Zaki, bit more mayo on top there. So Zaki wins it for me. Um, but yeah, nice short and sharpish one, 40 minutes. Well, when you've got Nature Strip in one group one and you've got Zaki in the other, really our job is done for us. Yes. You'd hope so. You'd, you'd hope so. <laughs> you'd hope so. Um, but yeah, mate. Thank you for listening to all of our podcasts over the last week. Um, some great feedback on the Craig Sneesby episode, the owner of Salino. Uh, Melbourne Cup runner and runner, runner by runner, uh, had some fantastic feedback in numbers. And the Derby Day figure, uh, figure uh, breakdown probably wasn't much help to you, uh, but it was all fun regardless. So... Probably only three more episodes after this one, but we'll add in some interviews here and there, which we need to plan out. But, you know, season's not quite done yet. No, we've still got a little bit to do. At the latter stages. Yeah, but, um, you know, it was, it's was it been a good Flemington Carnival thus far. Let's end it with a bang. Let's hope. Because you know none of our juicy stakes bets got up last, last yeah, week. No, yeah. Like across you, me, or the Drifter of the Week. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. But, yeah, Tipping Comp will be up again um, to see our link in bio and I'll try and even put in the stories, you know. Mm. Might be easy. But, alrighty, Drifters, thanks for listening once again. Um, yeah, if you could subscribe wherever you listen and on YouTube, give us a review, all that good stuff, that'd be great. Yep, that'd be awesome. Thanks, Drifters, and best of luck. Hooroo now. <laughs>